You're listening to the Joy Junkies Show podcast, episode 127. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 127. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. <laughs> Babe? Yeah. What? Uh, you almost got me there. I the, did. With the mic check. I left that in one episode. I know you did. <laughs> What's up, pod people? How are you? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sode. Yeah, welcome to the pod, man. Yeah. We're excited to have you here. So today, we have a really awesome topic that actually came to me from a follower on Instagram. Mm. And I had posted something about saying no or, you know, it's possible to say no and not be an asshole and blah, blah, blah. And she said, my friend and I decided that it's going to be November, and I was like, <gasps> like my little head was like, ding, 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 ding. This like, is, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> exactly? So of course I hit her up and I said, can I use that? You know, I would love to do a podcast on it, or you know, a blog post, or create like a movement of people to start saying no. So I had a movement earlier. Oh, that's different. Inappropriate. That's different. Inappropriate. Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> God. They should know better right now, though. <laughs> they should. We're a class act. They're either going to listen or they're not. Right. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Is there an in-between? I don't no. know. I don't know. Not but with, not we're silly us. today. I hope it... Okay. It'll, it'll go off good. It'll go off. Stay, 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 stay here. Stay Every... focused. <laughs> here we go. Just keep your composure. <laughs> That's right. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? We've got to keep our composure. We've come too far. There's too much to lose. We've got to keep our composure. <laughs> oh my god okay so i had asked her would you be cool if i use that i love that idea like that is so much in alignment with what i do what i talk about all the time so i know i'm a little late to the game considering this is this episode is airing at the end towards the end of november but i figure it's also a really poignant time because we're moving into the holiday season mm. and this will this will be delivered to you guys obviously prior to Thanksgiving and definitely prior to Christmas, Christmas yeah. and New Year's and all of that stuff. So I figured, what if we do this episode and really encourage people to make a commitment around this? Like really, truly committing to starting that process of saying no to shit you really, really don't want to do. And yeah. I'm going to give a ton of ways in which to do that and tools and suggestions. So it's not like, go do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought, God, that's a great idea, like a whole focus of a November. So all of that to say, we're going to catch the last bit of November this year. And then next year, I'm hoping to do like a month long We'll hit something. it right from the start. Yeah. Yeah, from yeah. the get. Yeah, I wasn't quite on top of it. But I also have a cheat sheet for you guys. So A cheat sheet? A cheat sheet. I love a cheat sheet. I love a cheat sheet. <laughs> 
from the Hyoyunki. From the Hyoyunki. Sometimes we like to pretend that we have Hispanic heritage. We do not. <laughs> Neither of us do. We're so white. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So if you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 127, not only can you let us know what you are taking a stand for, and we'll talk about this more, like what you're going to choose to say no to, but you can also grab your cheat sheet, which is going to be additional support and additional help for you and just kind of encouragement and, you know, a little piece of paper that you can kind of keep near you, maybe with your journal, maybe near your morning stuff or workplace or something like that where you can be reminded about this concept because a lot of this stuff around saying no is switching what we believe about saying no. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that a lot because most of us believe that saying no is you're being such a dick. Like you're being really mean. You're being really rude. You're letting people down. You're hurting people. You're inflicting pain. So one we're going to flip thing, that on its head. One of the things that I think about when I say no is what opportunities am I missing out on by saying no? Yeah. You know, like what if there was a great business lead there or I met somebody that became my best friend or, you know, like those are the things right. I think about when I say no to something. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm going to miss out. Oh, yeah. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Oh, that's what it's called? FOMO. Is that what the millennials are calling that's it? That's what the millennials are calling it. kids are calling it. That's days? what these kids are calling it. It's called FOMO. <laughs> hashtag FOMO. And you got YOLO. You got LOL. Oh, I mean, you got your... You got your... You got your... You got your FOMO over here. Yeah, I don't sound old at all. Moving on. My FOMO over here. Oh my god. Is that Italian? Is that what that's supposed to mean? I love yeah. when you speak Italian to me, babe. <laughs> oh my god, this show is going downhill fast. All right, so I believe that you have a segment, Mr. Smith. I do. It's called Would You Rather? Would You Rather? Yeah. So today's Would You Rather, um, I'm going to take it a little bit more introspective. Like, I've been kind of oh. silly the last few times. This one. Is a real thinker. <laughs> Would you rather, Mr. Smith? You cracked me up so much. Discover a cure for cancer, oh. or find out once and for all if God was real. Whoa! That's big, right? You can save millions of lives by curing cancer. Um, but you I, could know what's on the other side. I would definitely cure cancer. You would. Yeah. Would you really want? Well, I just feel like – I think I'm kind of agnostic in this way that I'm – like I have no idea. I, I know what I believe in. I believe in science. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in science. I don't know why you always have to be judging me because I only believe in science. I believe in science, <laughs> which I do believe has a real spiritual element. I think we're actually talking about a lot of the same things. Sure. When we're talking about spirituality. Yeah, it's got a different name for it kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. And I think there's a lot of scientific basis about energy. And I think there's a universal energy. I think there's things that are bigger than us and all of that. Yeah. So I'm I'm really, really at peace not knowing concretely. Like I'm okay if I never really, really know. Like I, the way I believe is that – and I don't know if I've even ever really truly expressed this with you – I've talked about it in a lot of my classes, but I feel like intuition 
has been given to us already kind of as our own internal compass, our internal God, if you yes, will. Yes. And I think that we spend a lot of our time learning to or trying to find that fulfillment and that happiness outside of ourselves when really it's about connecting with what we've already been given, our, our internal divinity, our internal yeah. God. Yeah. So for me, I'm really good with that. Like that resonates with me. That feels empowering to me. It's a great way for me to guide my life. So so for that reason. You're out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so for that reason, I'm good. Like if I, if, I, if I never Here's, know. That's a much more noble answer than I was going to give. Oh, what were you going to say? Mine is that if I truly knew that God was real or not, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make that big of an impact. In, in lives. In, like, in other people's lives. In mine either. Right. I, it might. But even if I told you, I was like, you know what? I just found out that God was real. You'd be <laughs> like, dude, go uh, go drink that crazy sauce somewhere else. Right. right? You'd, be, you'd be like, oh boy, here we go. You might need some mental institution. No. I or would, if I started I, telling I would... people like, I had a vision and I really found out that God was real or God is not real, right? We would talk it out. Like, I wouldn't write you off. You, no, I'm just saying, like, know. if I went out in public and started saying that right, God right. is real, God, you know, I'd be that crazy person. Right. Right? If I was, like, just so into it. But if I found a cure for cancer, like, that thing... <laughs> that, that, that look on your face was like a mic drop look. For sure. <laughs> I just did. I just dropped the mic. You did? I mean, don't like, drop the mic, the real mic. That makes a, a real difference in the here and now, in lives right, right now. now. Right now. On this right? plane of existence. And I might become an evangelist or, you know, a, a Scientologist, whatever, you know, like a when I find. I'm just saying, or, 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 you know, some science based religion. Right, right, right. Um, if I found out the yes or no of God, right? Right. If I found out what was on the other side, it would definitely change my life. But I don't know if it would make that big of an impact on lives as much as curing cancer. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. And I feel like in a lot of religions, there's so much focus about the afterlife and what your soul's going to do then. Instead of right here, right now. Right here. Right, right now. now. <laughs> this moment. That's with, all you got. With Amy and Mr. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I really like where your head's at, Mr. Smith. You like that? I like where you're taking it. Okay. I like yeah. where you're taking your new segment here. My new segment. Yeah. It's not a new segment. Introspection with Ken Smith. <laughs> That's the new segment. <laughs> All oh right. my gosh. Okay. Let's get so to some topics. Let's talk about November. November. No. We're saying no. We're saying no. We're saying no to things. So I'm going to give you a handful of things that are conceptual. They're more about your perspective and wrapping your head around a new concept around saying no. And then we're going to talk about how to actually do it. Now, I have a very prevalent following of people who have challenges with perfectionism. People pleasing is huge, like caring about what other people think. So for that reason, we're going to really look at when we don't want to say no because we're in fear of being liked uh, or, or fear, excuse me, fear of not being liked, fear of coming off like a bitch, fear of other people being like, God, you really let me down, fear of other people's responses. So I'm not going to address as much as what you were talking about with the FOMO, like the fear of missing out. Okay. Because that's a little bit of a different issue. It's not as deeply related to being invested in what other people think of you. 
Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So the first thing that I really want to underline, and this might be a mind blower for you, but saying no does not equal you being a dick. Yeah. Okay. I can't tell you. Explain it. Explain. (laughs) (laughs) I will let you explain. Well, I can't tell you how many times I hear from people like, if I say no, they equate that with I'm being mean, I'm being rude, I'm being insubordinate, I'm being something really, really negative. Making up a story. All that, yeah. Yeah. All that saying no means is that you're not fucking available. There's nothing mean about that. Saying no is not being bitchy. Being bitchy is being bitchy. Like being rude is being rude. Being mean is being mean. Saying no has nothing to do with that. You can say no with the utmost kindness and grace. True. You can decline kindly, Mm -hmm. nicely. Yeah. No is just not being available, period. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. I like that. You're on board? Yeah. So that's the first thing that I want you to start looking at and kind of unpacking a little bit. Do you make up that saying no to working late or saying no to your spouse when they really want to hit it and you don't want to hit it or saying no to your neighbor who borrows shit and always breaks it or never returns it or to your kid's teacher who wants you to bake those proverbial 400 cupcakes that I always reference Mm -hmm. (laughs) or once you'd volunteer for the field trip and you really don't want to because you've got this marathon that you're running or you've been invested in or whatever the case may be. So that's what I'm talking about. When you're saying no, all you're saying is, I'm not available. I'm so sorry. I'm not available. You're not being rude. You're not being mean. Okay. So start unpacking that and look at, do I make it mean anything? And is that true? Is that really true? When you say no, are you really being awful? No. So you need to dissect that a little bit. The second thing that I want you to really think about is that when you decide to say yes to somebody asking something of you, like one of those scenarios that I just mentioned, Mm -hmm. your neighbor or whatever, when you say yes to that, you are inevitably saying no to something else, right? There's something polarizing there. So if you, for instance, if you say yes to, let's say, you know, volunteering for the field trip for your kid's school. What's the cost? What's the side effect? What are you actually, what are you going to need to say no to in order to make that happen? You're going to have okay. to say probably no to sleeping in or that's probably irrelevant if you have kids. Um, you're pro- <laughs> probably saying no to that time being alloca- allocated for anything else that's of importance to you. Yeah. If you say. But maybe that's important to you. Totally. Right. Totally. It depends on what you're you're being motivated by. Are you being motivated by guilt? Because that fucking sucks. Thank you to all the religions out there. Guilt does suck. Right? So that's very different than being motivated from a place of like genuine goodwill or excitement. It's I'm talking about shit you don't want to do. I gotcha. That's what I'm talking about. Not stuff that you do want to do. So I want you to think about the next time that somebody is asking you to do something or asking something of you. 
And you, everything in you is like, no. And then you're like, sure. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) In those moments, I want you to stop and think about if I say yes to this thing that I really don't want to do, what is the cost? What am I going to have to say no to in order to say yes to this person? Okay. Get really clear on the cost because most of the time we just spin around about the whole I'm letting them down or I'm being a bitch and we get stuck there and we think our only option is to say yes. We don't stop and actually think, well, first of all, it's not true that I'm being a bitch. Second of all, what will this cost me if I say yes? So you're saying a pros and cons. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think there's this thing that happens where people feel so inclined to people please that they make up that they don't have a choice. Mm. They just operate under these old ways of being where you just always say yes, where you always feel guilt, where you always feel bad. And that doesn't have to be the case. But you have to start picking it apart first before you realize, oh, it's actually not true that I'm being rude. It's actually not true that I'm being bitchy. I'm actually being really, really kind. Or I'm actually showing my children what it looks like to take care of yourself or to make up a new truth about what this actually means or that you can decline, that it's not your responsibility to fill the volunteers at the church group. Like that's not your responsibility. It's okay if you're not available. Okay. If it's genuinely something you do not want to do. Right. And it's a different choice every time. Like, I I totally get that. But that's why if you are a chronic people pleaser and you're a chronic yes man or woman and you're always saying yes and then it causes you pain, like, you're over fucking whelmed. Right. Like, oh, oh, my schedule's so tight, so full, right? And I always call that self-inflicted overwhelm because most of the time you have put all this shit on your plate based off of guilt and obligation. Like, what if you actually just started saying no to that shit? You might find that you have so much more time available for the things that really do matter to you. What if it's something like a job where you're being asked to do things? Like, say, like, uh, like to work overtime? Yeah, or, or, or your boss just keeps putting extra things on your table or on your desk and saying, oh, can you handle this? And I really, you know, I'm relying on you for this. Right, right. Well, I think that really depends on the dynamic in each work environment. Sure. But what I would say is if any, if at any point it is being offered to you and asking you, can you do this? Are you available to stay later? Will you do this? Then it's not being told to you. It's being offered to you as yeah, yes or no. So okay. in those moments, that's when you can go, I'm so sorry, I actually have plans for after work. I can't stay late. Or to be quite honest with you, I have so much going on with this particular project. I don't know if I could get this done as well as you want it done by this particular time. Got it. So I think it really depends on if your boss is just like, do this, do this, do this, do this, or if it's somebody asking you. Right. Because if somebody's asking you, that's your opportunity to use your words. Gotcha. Okay. And But what if they're telling you, if they're saying, this is the uh, due date's Friday on this. Right. And that's, I mean, th- those are not fun. Those are not fun scenarios to be in. 
But in that situation, that I don't think that has as much to do with saying no as it does with uh, establishing boundaries or speaking your truth. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times in, in situations like that where you have a boss who's, you know, more aggressive or overbearing or something like that, and maybe you aren't, you just choose to be quiet the whole time. Instead of saying, could we have a meeting? Could we sit down and talk? Uh, there's a couple of things that I'm really concerned about. And continue to, what can you do? Which is actually a really great segue for me for my third point. Oh, I'm good at those. You're really good. We're so (laughs) in sync. The the third point that I wanted to make is get really clear on your can't versus won't statements. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we will say in our own mind, oh, I can't say no to him. I can't say no to my mom. I can't say no to my mother-in-law. I can't say no to my neighbor. Oh my God, I can't. And we make up this rule about what we're capable of doing. Mm. So listen to me. If you say can't, and you may have heard me talk about this before because I get really ranty about it. (laughs) Can't is not humanly possible. When you say I cannot grow wings out of my back and start flying around like an angel. That is a legit can't. I cannot grow wings. You literally cannot. I literally cannot. <laughs> not dramatically, not figuratively. I literally, literally cannot do okay. that. Most of the time when we say can't, what we really mean is won't. I won't say no. I won't stand up to that person. Um. I won't broach a tough conversation. That's what was really happening here. So do not tell me that you can't because you can. So in those moments, I want you to get really, I'm getting ranty. I see it. I see it happen. I get worked up about it. I see you getting worked up. Clothes are going to come off soon. Because we're not, (laughs) if you don't know, I get really hot. And so I have to like strip when I get really worked up. Sorry, go ahead. But it's been a lot better with the the weather lately. So I'm super grateful for that. (laughs) So I want you to just get really, really clear. A lot of this stuff is about calling a spade a spade and not operating under this old guise of how you used to view things. Like, oh, I can't. I could just never say that. Yeah. Yeah, you actually can. And yes, you can actually say it kindly. Yeah. Yes. It's just a matter of using your vocal cords and doing it and feeling fear and pushing through it, like doing it anyway. I have tons of times where I have tons of fear, but I do it anyway because I would much rather push myself and be proud of myself than always operate from a place of fear and guilt. Mm -hmm. It's shitty. It's a a motivator. For damn sure it's a motivator. But I refuse to be motivated from guilt and fear. So with those two points, I want you to get really clear about it. Write down, what am I making up about what I can't do? And is it really a won't? And in regards to that concept that I was mentioning before, writing this down as well. If I say yes to this person, that I'm saying no to this situation. I want you to write those two scenarios down or do some journaling around them. Or at the very least, say it out loud. What's the importance of writing it? There is something that is psychologically concrete when you either give voice to something or write it down. So I always advocate... Either say it out loud or put it on paper. Because there's something that happens kind of in the confines of our mind where if we do not give voice to something, it 
first of all, it's automatically true. It, there's no way to, you don't really dispute it. You just accept it as truth. So when you're running around in your mind saying, oh, I couldn't say no to him or I could never say no to, to her, that's just fucking true. It's just true in your mind, right? It's not until you say it out loud and go, oh, actually, I mean, I won't say no. Mm-hmm. And then you stop and you think about it a little bit. It becomes crystallized. It becomes real. Same is true for when you put it out on paper. It's getting out of the confines of your mind. Got it. Basically. Okay. Good question. Number four is to avoid your gut response. (laughs) Your conditioned response, I'm guessing, up until now, has always been, sure, totally. (laughs) The totally Um, girl. Yeah, the totally girl. Um, okay, even though everything in you is like, no, like, no, 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 no. And then your gut response is like, okay, sure. (laughs) So I want you to notice that. And that's one of the biggest commitments that I would love to see you do is commit to not just saying yes and buy yourself some time. If you are saying no, why? Like, like explain why? No, to yourself. Just like, you know, when you're saying like, write d- this down, it. right? Yeah. yeah. Why am I saying no? I'm saying no or I'm going to say no because blah, blah, blah. Right. Absolutely. So what I always encourage people to do is to buy yourself some time if you can. And again, it, when you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 127 and get your cheat sheet for this, this is all written out for you. Nice. So you've got this great reference sheet of how to actually decline. So that first concept is just to not say yes and say, let me think about it. Can I get back to you on that? I'm going to need to check my schedule. Something that is, let me think about it for a minute. And then one of my absolute favorites is, if you need an answer right away, I'm going to have to politely decline. That's my favorite. Like if somebody is taking their agenda and their responsibility and their urgency and trying to guilt you Mm. into adopting that urgency and responsibility and they need a decision that quickly, I'm so sorry I'm going to have to politely decline. It is paramount to me to be able to think about what I am taking on, what I am saying yes to. Right. And also I want to really mention this to you guys. This is a process and this takes a long ass time to hone and you know I teach this stuff and I still struggle with it. So I want you to know that there's probably a ton of times where you're going to have to backtrack and say, shit, I just said yes to that again. And you might have to go, okay, here's what's happening. Because I said yes to this, here's what I'm inevitably saying no to. Here is what I made up a story. Here's where I was motivated by fear, whatever, whatever. And here's what I'm going to do differently next time. Sometimes you can go back and say, you know what? I think I overcommitted. Sometimes you can renege on that depending on the scenario not always can you not always yeah and that's you know that's a totally different decision based off of each scenario but sometimes you might say yes again because you've conditioned this response for so long i did that last year with your mom and i even talked about it on the pod where 
um, it was like related to cooking and she had said, can I have some of this? And my, I was like, sure. And I really didn't want her to have it. <laughs> and it messed up my whole system and everything like that. And I, so then in retrospect afterwards, I was like, okay, now I know when I'm posed with that again, I'm going to just say no. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I need this for other things and just say no instead of beating myself up about not saying no to begin with. Right. So sometimes you have to go like, oh, okay, here's what I'm going to learn from this experience and here's what I'm going to do differently next time. And what's so important is that you caught it. Yeah. That you were aware because most of the time we just think we have no choice. Again, like, oh, I just, I have to. You don't have to. You chose to. So after you have given yourself time to process and think about it, you know, in that time frame when you have bought yourself some time, like, can I get back to you on Wednesday? Let me think about that. I'm going to need to check my schedule. When do you need an answer by? Put it back on them. With those situations, when you have that time bought, that's when you start to process and do the couple of things that I mentioned. Do I feel like I can't? Is it really a won't? If I say yes, what am I saying no to for me? Is it something that I really, really want to do or don't want to do? Right. And and you go through the, that process. And you might be able to get better at that. Like the the better you get at it, the less time you need. You won't even have to buy yourself time. You exactly. can make that decision on the fly because you can go through it like boom, 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 boom. That's such a great point because it is, it is those sorts of things that because I operate under this like governing system now of like personal development and the things that I've worked on, I it, it becomes your new reality. But you have to condition it. You have to practice. You have to start saying no over and over and over again mm-hmm. until you get to the point where it feels like, well, I would never just say yes to that. I haven't thought it through. Right. Right? Exactly. It becomes a new way of operating like for instance i used to always worry about what people thought of me it does not even like register on my mind that like what it's funny to me when somebody says like oh i was talking about you and the podcast to so and so and so and so and they let me in on like a private conversation where people were talking about me i'm like holy shit people are talking about me like i don't even it's not even a part of on your radar yeah right but that's because i conditioned that over years of working on myself. So I want you to know that, that even if saying no at the beginning is challenging and and rocky and kind of messy, that's okay. It gets easier, but you have to commit to keep doing it. Yeah. All right, so number five is then to actually decline and to do it with grace. So remember, you get to be as kind as you want to be, as sweet as as you want to be. And one of my favorite ways to ease into a no, and this is my people pleasers love this, is to thank them. Genuinely thank whoever is talking to you, asking something of you. Like, oh, thank you so much for, for asking that. Or thank you for confiding in me. Thank you for turning to me. I appreciate so much that you thought of me. If right. it's your neighbor. Oh, thank you for thinking of me. But you know what? I'm really going to have to decline at this time. Always you can – I think gratitude is one of the easiest things. Yeah. You know, to broach any conversation, any loves tough gratitude. conversation. Well, yeah. even, the, even the thing we're talking about with um, a boss. 
starting that conversation and that's really a boundaries conversation but Mm -hmm. starting that conversation by like I appreciate so much that you believe in my ability and that you are always giving me ample amount of work to prove to you you know and you can start with gratitude it's one of the best ways to start a conversation with your spouse with anybody so same is true for somebody who asks something of you graceful and kind yep so this is your november challenge the sixth sixth thing that i wanted to mention today is i want you to go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 127. I want you to get your cheat sheet. I want you to fucking commit to this. I don't want you to be listening to this while you're working out, while you're driving, and be like, oh, that's a nice fucking idea. And then the next minute that your mother-in-law asks something of you, you're like, sure, I can't fucking wait. And you're so pissed. (laughs) And it costs you something. I want you to commit. I want you to do something differently. To create a different result. In coaching, we would always they would always use the phrase, keep doing what you're doing, you get more of the same. That is true. So if you do not want more of the same, you need to take some action. And committing to that from the get-go, just for the remainder of November, just for the remainder of November, to truly commit to saying no to at least one thing that you do not want to do, that's being asked of you. Now, I'm not talking about like, I'm saying no to doing doing my taxes or picking up dog poop. I'm not talking about shit like that that just happened. Literally. Literally. (laughs) That we do need to do. I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about obligation. Okay. Being motivated by guilt. Being motivated by fear of what other people are going to think. That's not what... That's not taxes. Like, that's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, Period. Nobody wants to do that. I'm not talking about general unpleasantries. I'm talking about really being so invested in how you are received that you start saying yes to shit you don't want to do. So get your ass to thejoyjunkie.com slash 127. I want to hear about your commitment, that you are committed to doing this, especially as we go into the holidays. This is a perfect example. Perfect timing, yeah. When when your family's like, can you host? You have the biggest house. And you're like, no. You know, like, and then you're like, totally. Yeah, exactly. I know tons of people like that. It's time to say no. Or you say yes with a shit ton of boundaries. You know, like, and that's a totally different story. So I'm not even going to get into that. But go get your cheat sheet, thejoyjunkie.com slash 127. Tell us your commitment and let us know uh, what you said no to. Like, share your stories with us. Ooh, that'd be a good podcast on its own. For November. Yeah, if we get a ton of of entries, we can do the final episode in November can be November results. (laughs) All right. So... Hopefully this was helpful for you guys. As always, we love you to pieces and we always appreciate iTunes reviews. When you're on that same page, there are directions to get to how to leave an iTunes review, which we would, gosh, if you benefit from the show, we would be over the moon if you would consider writing an iTunes review. And thank you to everyone who has. It it truly means the world to us. Yeah, it's fun. So I think that's it. I got pretty ranty. Yeah, no, that was good, though. I didn't leave much room for you. That's fine. I was just listening. Are you into it? 
I was just listening, just hearing what you had to say. Yeah. Oh, you're so <laughs> cute. You're so good for me. Well, I appreciate everything that you had to offer and thank you everybody so much for listening and I think that's it so here is to loving and living your most badass life Mr. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Smith out